Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this the day after the Strickland Podcast Network, I'm Sam. I'm joined by Tyrese. Knicks win first game of the new year, first day of the new year. Happy New Year's to everyone, by the way. One twelve to one hundred six in OG Ananobi's debut. Um, before we get into all the good stuff that happened in this game. All the major sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs ready to kick off. They're actually going on right now. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wager info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get into the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, we had ourselves a doozy of a game here. Um, a lot to get to. We had Julius Randle with another masterclass versus the another offensive masterclass versus the Timberwolves. Had a very similar start to the game that he had against them last year. Um, OG Ananobi gave us great production in his minutes and got fouled out on some stupid bullshit that we'll get into. Um, Hartenstein with a great all around game. Stat line looked amazing. Brunson with 14 assists, DiVincenzo and Grimes being unlocked. Lots to get into. Um, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with let's let's just start with the man of the hour. Um, one and oh in the OG Ananobi um era. Um 17 points, six rebounds, one assist, one steal. Um, seven of twelve from the field, three of six from three. Fouled out in 35 minutes of action. We got to see him play some um back up four minutes tonight that was really good to um see that that's encouraging for the future of him on this team um and future of Thibs if he's going to continue coaching this team um but yeah he looked great defense was great on anthony edwards a bunch of times great great defense on carl anthony towns which is something that you know we were all excited about the prospects for of him being able to guard up from his size um so that was very encouraging to see as well and him hitting the open threes, that is what we want from that starting three spot that we weren't getting from R.J. Barrett. Um, and he was able to provide that along with the defense today. So that was really encouraging to see. Very great debut from him. Um, but, you know, yeah, um, there are some things that are still a little bit missing and we'll get into that. But this was great to see from OG in his debut with the Knicks. Um, but, yeah, Tyrese, how do you feel about this, um, about OG's performance today? It's so simple, basketball, really. It's just, you know, make your shots and play defense. And it turns out when they play guys who make shots, the team looks better. And it turns out when they have guys who can, like, play defense, the Knicks look better. Um, I think the main thing that people don't realize is, like, he had 17 points and he really wasn't trying too hard. Like, he didn't get to the line. He didn't, you know, do anything fancy. He just played good defense and converted the opportunities that Brunson and Randall give him. Like, for all of their faults, Brunson and Randall will give you a lot of opportunities. And if you can cash in on them, you will be fantastic. And I don't want to name names, but somebody couldn't cash in on them routinely. And that's why they're north of the border. So... Having a guy like OG Ananobi who comes in, plays elite defense, 
I, I don't think you can understate how well he played defense, especially in that second quarter on Ann Edwards. So having somebody who is arguably the best wing defender in the league who can just give you a routine 17 points on like 60 plus true shooting. It's very hard to understate how impactful that is. And what's even more impactful is taking out bad shots. How many of the shots the Knicks took tonight that were like, oh my God, why would you take, why would you take that shot? That's a horrible shot. You shouldn't take it. Like maybe most of Brunson's, but he makes those anyway. So like they just get good shots from high, highly efficient players and the team looks better as a result. So that's what OG brings. I think you can give him a couple more and he's probably going to be around 20 uh, points per game. But like, yeah, great debut from him. You really saw what he can provide to this team. And yeah, I'm excited because if the Knicks get a backup ball handler, this team can see confetti. Backup ball handler and maybe another backup big because I did oh not god, like don't, to don't see. Don't more pressure to two a minute. Oh my god! Oh I did my. not like seeing pressure to two on the basketball court today. Um, and yeah, I think I think we definitely need to. We're definitely gonna have a conversation about Achua, the backup five, and the backup point guard minutes. I think those are the team's biggest needs. Um, um, heading into the trade deadline, and we'll see how the team looks to address them. We'll see what names start popping up on the on the market. There are some names that have intrigued us here at the Strickland, as well as fellow other Knicks fans, um, yourselves in the chat. You guys can also provide some names as well. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a great debut from OG and Anobi, and I still feel like we kind of got discounted in his overall impact. I mean, defensively, his impact was made loud and clear. Um, <clears throat> He was able to take on the challenge of Carlton Towns a bunch of times, was able to get into um, Edwards' space, make things difficult for him. There was one play by um, Kyle Anderson where he was driving to the paint and he saw OG there and he almost traveled um, and had to pass out. Just those type of plays right there, they show the type of impact that OG has that we didn't have at the wing spot. Um, Despite all the excellent wing defenders we had, we never had someone that big at the wing spot to be able to do things like that um you know it sucks that we had to give up iq for that i mean i've seen other people bring up the fact that um including schwinn i think uh, he's mentioned to me before i think that he would have gave up more picks to um to offset um you know the raptors taking on rj barrett's contract i agree there i mean if you can keep iq somehow in this deal going back um giving up you know maybe two first round picks or something like that and you keep you keep iq you have og sky's the limit with this team but the team does have something to address with the backup guard spot um but moving on from og um really great game from randall offensively 39 points um that first quarter um looked like one of those first quarters from last year where he really started to take over for um in games um and then the fourth quarter was just great especially in those last um couple minutes hitting those shots um getting that and one just closing things out <clears throat> um we have Khan and Schwinn that have joined us um Khan what are your thoughts on OG and Anobi's debut me and Tyrese gave our thoughts so far I thought it was everything you could have asked for honestly I thought he just showed you that night in, night out, you're going to be able to rely on him a lot more. 
and Tyrese. I know your camera's not on, but I can take this and throw it away. Fire that bitch up! What are you, Skip Bayless? Throw it away, man. I can throw it away. Skip Bayless over here? We finally see what this team is like with a guy cutting from the weak side who's actually athletic, who's actually big, who plays with force. It's it's not it really is night and day, man. Like forget the shooting, the defense, and just the physicality down low, even on offense, is night and day. And I'm I'm so happy. Um, I'm sure we'll get into this in a little, but I replied to Schwinn today that we should be after Malcolm Brogdon. If we get Malcolm Brogdon for anything like a protected first, a protected first and a second, something like that. I'm I'm all in, man. I'm just all in. Oh, Malcolm Brogdon would be so give me Tyus Jones. Like, can I get Tyus Jones? Please. You can get whoever you want. Honestly, Ty, <laughs> I, the, so the, the Tyus Jones thing is weird, though, right? Because he didn't, he isn't part of the reason they traded him because he like went to management and told him he wanted a chance to start. I yes. don't give a fuck. Well, it doesn't matter if you don't give a fuck. It matters if he gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you think Washington's going to be like, oh, well, you know, Tyus said he wanted to be. A it doesn't matter what Washington wants to do. It matters what Tyus Jones wants. You're not going to trade he... for a guy who's going to be a malcontent. Yeah. Exactly. And if and also, like, is he is he going to, like, want out immediately? Like, is he just going to walk in the summer? Because he's like, I mean, he was on Memphis. He was a backup on a good team. So, like, he knows what that's like already. He is an unrestricted free agent, so if he's not coming here and being happy to be a backup, then there's no reason to trade for him. And and I and I also like, like, I don't know. I think you want to get somebody who theoretically can play some minutes with Brunson. I'm not sure. I, I I'm genuinely like I don't know if Tyus Brunson is a viable like, you know, the, the, like the too small thing with with quick didn't work because he's like a really good defender. I don't have any feel for how good Tyus Jones is on defense or how he would play with Brunson in a, in a smaller backcourt. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Tyus, but Tyus is definitely a name I'd be – I'd kick the tires on. Brogdon. Um, I don't know. Too bad Derek White's on the Celtics because he'd be fucking perfect. But um, yeah. Probably Trey Jones. You got his brother. That – You want the be... worst version of Tyus Jones? Trey's good. I think Trey's Trey, good. I think Trey's Pop great. has no idea what he's doing with him. Trey yeah, is great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do that, but he, he, his contracts, he he signed an extension, right? So he's yes. locked up, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'd do that. I'd do that for a second. Schwinn, your thoughts on OG and Anobi's debut? Um, well, it's certainly <laughs> not our debut, I'll tell you that. Uh, I, I just think, like, uh, I mean, Tyrese has talked about this a lot, but just, like, he's you don't it doesn't matter if he average what he averages because he just gets everything within like the flow of the offense he's a good cutter he's gonna just spot up from three and he he knows what he is right this was like one of the big frustrations with rj for us right like forgetting just the inability to hit threes consistently and all the efficiency stuff it's all compounded by the fact that he's trying to like be you know fucking a star and og's just trying to like be og and an obi um, I think it's pretty clear also that he, I mean, I still, I still feel like, I don't know what the hell happened with Grimes this year with that starting lineup when he just started like playing like shit. But, um, once they made the switch, it was very clear. RJ was incapable of doing the stuff defensively that could make that function. Um, and that was super exposed once Mitch went out. So I think OG clearly gives you like, 
I, I tweeted this during the game, but like basically you're turning DiVincenzo from a bad defender now into a positive defender because all the stuff he's good at is so much more useful now that you have OG. Um, like that you have a point of attack defender, that you have a guy you can throw in the primary dudes. And now all of a sudden it's like, okay, now Dante can focus on the shit that he's actually good at, right? Playing up, playing the passing lanes, defensive rebounding, all that safety. shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that is, yeah, like OG is kind of like, um, it's like when you, he's like a great, kind of like this. He's like a great, great defensive tackle who occupies attention. And all of a sudden your linebackers just get into the backfield. He's um, Dexter Lawrence? Yes. There you go. There you go. That's, we figured <laughs> it out. Um, but sure, yeah, like would, he's, he, would you liken um, OG to a, maybe an Osiris Torrance? Maybe, <laughs> maybe an interior lineman? Uh, just Interior. unlocking the whole run game for us. No, but yeah, yeah, like he, he just, he, he clearly benefited DiVincenzo. I think it's pretty clear or it seemed pretty clear today that Randall, I think he benefited a lot from it. Like say what, like we've all been critical of Randall other than, than Tyrese who like <laughs> wants to marry him. Um, but like, all right. Yeah. But, but, with Kendra. <laughs> leave Kendra. Tyrese loves you more. Um, <laughs> All but, right. but like, he, I think he's had to do a lot defensively and and match up on guys that like, it just it takes a lot out of you. And um, like today, I just thought you know there were times where he it was like okay I'll get cat right now you can hang out on like you know go bear or hang out on Nas Reed or something and mm-hmm. that having that ability having that option is huge and like that was really one of the biggest frustrations with RJ, right? Is that like, he's this big fucking wing that just didn't give you any of the value you need from a big wing and defensively. And um, yeah, I just thought you, you saw the benefit for Randall today. I think you clearly saw the benefit for uh, DiVincenzo and, you know, offensively, like, look, they played the best defense in the NBA today. And for, three quarters of the game, they were fantastic pretty much offensively. I mean, maybe not even the first quarter, but the second and third quarter were amazing. Um, I do think that, I think it's very obvious. If you look at the bench plus minus today, it it is obvious somebody was missing. Uh, It it is obvious somebody was missed today, but uh, it may not be who you think it is uh, if you have not been paying attention to the Knicks. But yeah, like I think clearly you miss quickly a ton. And you need a third guy that can create off the bounce and kind of like give you one more piece. So um, that's what they need. And, you know, does Malcolm Brogdon turn into a good tender? Like, I don't know. I think there's like, in, in, if things break right, sure. Maybe you can like dream up a scenario where they, um, you know, come out of the conference, but like, I think you get Brogdon or like a Tyus Jones or somebody that's just a good guard off the bench. I think this team is it, it looks very capable again of getting to the second round at least, right? Um, I'm still I, I like the the best thing you can say about what OG did today is the starting lineup was awesome. And that's not something we've said very often this season. I mean, we only gave up 106 points today. Like when's the last yeah. time we can say that about yeah. the Knicks? Yeah. And um, you know, like I think the argument and I don't, I actually don't even know if Tyrese has said this, but um, I would assume this was part of his logic is that like hurting quickly sucks or sorry, losing quickly sucks. 
and hurting him would suck too. Um, but <laughs> quickly, yeah. man, come on, losing quickly would would like obviously sucks. But OG as a starter means like you're getting more minutes from a positive player, and you're turning that starting lineup, which we've all talked about. Like, oh my god, Tibbs doesn't stagger. Why doesn't Tibbs make a substitution before like seven minutes in each half? Like you're getting more minutes of positive play as a result. So um, in that sense, like it's easier to replace the 24 minutes or whatever that quickly was getting versus upgrading on the 30 that RJ was giving in, in your most critical kind of moments of the game in, in a lot of ways. So um, yeah, I, I think this team is really, really good and they're probably better. Like, I, I still feel like overall, when we look, if they don't do anything at the backup point guard spot, we'll probably look at this and be like, the team prior to the trade was maybe better on aggregate. Um, but like, I think you can definitely see how this team, once they figure out who it is they want and who it is they get, and I do think they're going to get somebody because I just can't see Deuce being the guy they're going to be like yeah this is cool this is perfect i also, I also can't see precious being the guy like oh, God. Hey, give us Dude. backup five minutes <laughs> that guy is something man um see, but, like, fans are not lying about how bad yeah. he was <laughs> but yeah and you know he was bad because he's like the only fucking guy i've ever seen raptors fans not gas up like the second coming um <laughs> but but fact. but like you can just see it right like you're like okay if if they get a brogdon ty jones all of a sudden i think you look at this team and you're like okay now their starting lineup is legit good and they're not carrying kind of dead weight in, in the sense of RJ Barrett. Um, but now you've got the bench going again. And I think the good thing uh, that we saw today, even though the bench, I thought, I didn't think they played awfully until that fourth quarter, which is also compounded by the fact that Brunson decided to play like the stupidest game possible in that stretch. Um, like, I think you saw Grimes kind of play a little bit more free. I think, that was a really good thing to see. Like, I think we kind of hadn't seen that and from him in so long. Right. Um, and honestly, I thought it, it, either him or DiVincenzo should have been in over fucking heart at the end of that game, uh, the fourth oh, quarter. Man. But, um, we, there's yeah. a lot to talk about in that fourth quarter, by the way. Yeah. Cause... Yeah, I mean, yeah. So <laughs> I, was... that, that, sorry. I, I was just gonna say like, that's just, that's just kind of like what my takeaways from this game. I agree with what Dallas says here. If we'd kept IQ and got OG, we'd be a contender. Like, yeah, I, I agree with that. And honestly, like, that probably is thinking back on it is probably why I was like super frustrated kind of at his inclusion in the trade. Um, but you know, you have to kind of give to get and they made a call. We'll see how it turns out. Um, but you got to be happy with obviously how OG looked and you know, this was it's not like he played some, like this is a typical OG and an OB game. You know what I mean? It's not like he was, holy shit. He exploded for 40 points or something. He just did all the things that you want him to do and you saw the difference he did his job and he did it well yep typical lunch pail guy and by the way julius randall today just fucking awesome amazing performance absolutely fucking dad dick carl anthony towns in that game um that was fucking awesome i i was i i honestly think like we if the knicks get a single all-star it's gonna be it, it should be julius randall again he's been that good since yep. that whatever that first seven games or whatever. Yep. And um I'm like I like I enjoy this thing where like Julius 
looks like absolute shit for these stretches where I'm like, I hate you. I never want you on this team again. And then he's like, God, for the next three months or something. And I'm like, you're the greatest player ever. Um, I enjoy the relationship I have with Julius Randle. It's very self-destructive um, and very definitely very uh, unhealthy for me. He's the equivalent of dating a Latino woman. But um... <laughs> real quick, honest question. Precious the Chua or Jericho Sims? Jericho, dude. I, I thought, Jericho, better the devil that you know than the better the devil that you don't know. Because I'm sorry, I can't, I can't get over those minutes, dog. He was just on the court playing like Kendrick Perkins and Nola. It was horrible. Bro, he was did, like did you see like invisible screens and like running to nowhere? Did you, did you see? There was one play in the fourth quarter. I think he got, he got a defensive rebound, and for some reason, he everybody dribbling up the court. Yeah, well, everybody ran away from him. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yo, I was like, I was like, Josh Hart, like that that guy always runs to go get the ball, and for some reason, this one time he was like, you know what? Let me get Precious, him. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Precious got it, bro. Dude, dude, he was looking around. He was like, so where is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and then there was an inbounds play where he clearly had no idea where to stand, and Brunson literally had to like walk out on the floor and point at it. He's like right here, right here. <laughs> God, I I don't want to watch him play basketball again. I would Bruh. dead ass take Andre Drummond. Just give, <laughs> just, I will throw them seconds. Whatever you need, Bruh, Andre Drummond's gonna get. He's gonna clean the glass for you at least. Like Precious, man, he got he got a rebound today, and then like he put it up, and like he absolutely smoked it. I don't even like, want him passing Gatorade because he might infect other people with CTE. Like I don't oh. want him giving out anything near the bench. <laughs> <laughs> the Bulls just aren't going to trade Drummond, though. They want to be good. Like, that's yeah. the problem with it. Like, Did you guys see they assigned Zach Levine to the G League, by the way? That was hilarious. Yeah. Did you see what Kyle Lowry was listed out with yesterday? Head. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Well, apparently, Cam Reddish has a sore groin and... Yeah, I saw <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Tailbone. <laughs> it was a fun uh, New Year's to the association. <laughs> Uh, I think this is a good question. I'm actually curious about this. I personally am very against trading for DeJounte Murray now. Um, after but seeing Nick says, seeing how we played today, how would y'all be with how would y'all now be okay with trading for DeJounte Murray, or would y'all rather keep the starting lineup as is and get a strong bench piece? I would, um, the latter, yeah, but long term, the Knicks are trading for DeJounte Murray not for on court, but for off court purposes. But like, I would try to find a way to like get some kind of salary there. But isn't that, that, that that's why Brogdon's perfect though? Because he's you're done. Like you get him, you're done for this year, right? Your rotation's kind of set, and then in the off season, he's expiring contract. He's like perfect for what we all know the Knicks want to do, True. right? So I, I I would like Brogdon. I would like Brogdon. Plus, like you already know, they traded last year to Portland, and like, do we start yeah. calling him the rightful sixth man of the year? If we get <laughs> yes. Him? Oh, I would absolutely be like, you know what? He deserved it. Yeah, he was so much better. <laughs> look at look at the way he just. <laughs> Balls. The bro. heel turn, it would be incredible. <laughs> and also, just like, I don't want Deuce running any form of offense. Bruh, like he, that was he's, rough. He's not he's not ready for it. Like he just doesn't have the fucking balls, dude. Like you just see it. Like he just doesn't. He's like the, I, I, the thing he does that I just I never understand with him is like he always slowly, methodically brings the ball up the floor. I'm like, bro. Just bring it up. Like, what the fuck? You're not playing at West Virginia for Bob Huggins anymore. Like, racist-ass Bob Huggins. Like, get the fuck up the floor. Yeah, it's fine. Push the pace a little bit. It's like open corner three, and he's like, ah, can't do it. <laughs> Midi pull there up, a... and I know it's going to brick. 
there yeah, was a sequence where I forgot at what point of the, I think it was like the end of the third quarter. And we passed up like eight open shots in a row, including multiple open threes from Deuce off of a catch. And I was like, Deuce, you, you got to shoot. That, and that's man. when he pulled that, that. That's when he hey. did the pump fake for the open midi, right? Yeah, I know he, that he Tibbs was like fucking Tibbs must have been so fucking tight watching that. He's probably just like, I was Rrr. tight, man. Yeah. Oh, were you? Deuce. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, did y'all see when he put Taj Gibson in because he was tired of Precious Achua? I actually did not even notice that Taj Gibson was like. Yeah, it's like I think it was he put in Taj for like the last play of the second half. Yeah, oh, second first yep. half. Honestly, <laughs> Taj Precious had like what three good. fouls in the first half or whatever it was. Uh, it was at first. least he did something out there. <laughs> My man, dog. Let's 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 talk about Isaiah Hartenstein. That's someone that we haven't talked about yet. Um. Seven, nine, three assists, three steals, three blocks, all three on Gobert. I thought he had a great game today. Yeah, I mean, and and if Begley, Begley's the one that reported it, right, that part of the reason they were kind of like mm-hmm. good with trading IQ was they want it, it. Obviously, if you keep him, I think I think the more the bigger idea of right was like it's not just IQ; it's that you got off the RJ money too. So now it's like you kind of are clearing like i don't know room what? yeah it's like net rooms like what because og's oh, let's say og's at like 35 or something 30 35 on his contract like so you you basically cleared like 15 like 20 15 20 million off your cap sheet um but they they talked about like part of the motivation was to make it easier to retain some guys that they want to retain which is which is pretty obviously isaiah harnstein there's like literally nobody else that they could possibly be talking about yeah yep but, I mean, hey, he's proven his value. Um, that stat line is incredible. Oh, get in there! Let's go, baby! That's a fucking touchdown! <laughs> we, get in we, there. We love missing him, by the way. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, good on the Knicks for at least prioritizing keeping Isaiah Harnstein. You know, he's going to be the backup when Mitch comes back. I'm praying to God Mitch comes back somehow, some way this year. because I will I... give up an ankle. Don't know how I can watch Precious Ashua Mints. I don't know how to watch Tosh Gibson Mints anymore this year. Like, I just can't do it. And I don't think Hartenstein playing 40 minutes a night, I don't know how sustainable that is over the course of a whole year. But it doesn't Black seem don't crack. sustainable. Black don't All right, Tyrese. I, I know Precious was pretty <laughs> ass today, but, like, maybe we give him time because he's taking <laughs> – if Raptors fans are out on well, you, then you are butt cheeks, bro. This is this is the thing. We we got it. Like, I like because there were people like, come on, it's like Deuce, and I get it. It's they're right. Like it is Deuce's first kind of game, right? Um, like first time playing serious minutes for a while. But people are like, you know, you got to give him time, and I'm like, dude, we like you make the trade we made is not a trade you make about give guys time. Yeah, th- this is it's you're trying to like come on, like we're a serious team here. So Brogdon, like like. That's an upgrade, right? If if they if Sims comes in, I actually think Sims should get a chance as the backup five. I think he might be okay as a backup. And I, Tibbs keeps I don't know why he decided that he should start every time Mitch got hurt. But like I, I think he could be fine as a backup. His only positive play in the NBA his first season came as a backup. He was actually yeah. plus eight point nine or something in that rating. Um, like I, I give that a shot, but like that I don't. They don't have time to like deal with precious's like fucking they don't have time to hold his hand (laughs) yeah like precious precious might be he might be like you know his his brain might look like julian edelman's at this point or something (laughs) 
honestly, Julian Edelman might be a little bit cautious. He might be he might be straight up Antonio Brown. Bro, can why did Julian Edelman get a documentary? White privilege. Uh, probably yeah, sure. Yep, that explains it. Um, Kenny Mary says Grimes had a couple possessions that drove me nuts. He is so reluctant to shoot the three. If it's not from the corner, he has some confidence issues similar to Nelakina. Please just shoot the ball. I didn't have a problem with Grimes. I thought Grimes and both DiVincenzo looked a little more unlocked today. We really um, need Grimes to be good because we need to we we lost some aura, so we need him to like step up and replace it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we are very oraless right now. We are the very like, used car salesmen. Josh Hart thinks he has aura, and I'm just like, dude, enough. Like, enough. No. Enough. Just enough that's, of that's everything. Light skin for enough of everything. Yeah, just today, like, in that fourth quarter, I was just like, that fucking screen? I was like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, what were you, like, he's just, what are you fucking <laughs> playing football? He just, oh, like, he just runs into him, like, into McDaniels. Like, how is that? Like, what is happening in your brain? Like, did Precious Achua take over your brain for a second? <laughs> he got Precious. Yeah. And then, and then uh, it was Han on the call tonight, right? Oh, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Dude, and, and then Han was like, like law enforcement what, what a great play from a game to take that hit. You know, yeah, like, what was that about? Like, like what? He bro, on every call, they're like police officers, bro. It's the worst thing ever now. His new thing that he kept talking about today, every time they sh- they call a foul on a drive, he's like, oh, was his hand on his back there? Like, was it, you got to look at that. I'm like, dude, what is up with you? Like, enough with this shit. Jesus. Uh, ass commentary. I, 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 um, what, what did Kenny say again? Um, yeah, no, I, um. He's talking about I, hesitancy. Yeah, Grimes. I mean, like, I think Grimes was there. There were a couple. I know, which, like, I, there were a couple. Today, I felt like, like he was more aggressive on his drives. Yeah, he. he there's a lot of like similarities, personality-wise, and just overall in ways between Grimes and and Frank. Um, <laughs> they're both Instagram models. Yeah, and... they're both Instagram models, and they both Let's, have bizarre. Frank. Yeah, they're they both have bizarre like confidence issues at the weirdest times. Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously, Grimes is is a. I mean, he's obviously a much better player than than Frank was, but like, yeah, he, it's it's you can kind of like see he's so close sometimes, and you're like, man, it's like right there for you. Like, come on, but uh, he should have had the end one today. I can't believe that fucking call. That was crazy. That was dumb. That was there was ridiculous. a there was a lot of bad calls, especially the two on OG in the fourth quarter, which I was absolutely baffled as you can see from my twitter timeline that well, tibbs didn't challenge either the first one or the second one tibbs did nothing in the fourth quarter tibbs was just like yelling and i'm he like was watching the game yeah. he, was, <laughs> he was doing <laughs> the darvin ham and the jack vaughn he <laughs> ends in the like, pocket <laughs> vibing <laughs> have you seen the, the willie green one hey this game good as fuck let me watch it <laughs> that was tibbs today like bro how do you not call how do you not challenge that call on OG? how do you not how do you not challenge fifth- that? How do you not? Why are you playing hard? Like, this is the one thing. And I, this is what I was saying. This is what my tagline is, um, if you can see it. But, like, it, it's Josh Hart will be on the tips. You don't need to have Josh Hart on the floor at every fourth quarter for playing every minute of the it. two is absolute maddening. Yeah, it's, it's the worst thing with OG and Randall. It's like. It's better because OG is a better. Too many spacer. big brolic niggas. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> like come on, like what are we doing here? We need don't some, need that. We don't we need, need that many people. brolic guys out there. We need some likey niggas out there. <laughs> like, bro, Divincenzo was absolutely like he yeah. was on a heater from three. Grimes was looking confident. 
for Grimes. Like, Steven Chesson was making layups, bro. What are we doing? Bro, he was like dishing off of drives and shit like that. Like, look, come on. Like, we didn't and he, and he was there. just making layups, bro. He was making like reverse, reverse layups. Kelly's like, he was doing a lot. Um, yeah, so like there was no need for Thibs to be playing Josh Hart that much. He just has a crush on Josh Hart. This was uh, Vivek. Uh, we, were on, we were an IQ away from blowing out the Wolves and playing garbage minutes in the fourth. Yep, absolutely. Um, this is Larry Israel. He says, uh, I think we have to give some grace to the fact that Minnesota is pretty good on defense. Yeah, they made a really good adjustment too. Uh, McLaughlin coming in. I, apparently that's Mike Breen's favorite player now or something because he just kept talking about that in the fourth quarter. Craig Porter Jr. This is, that's his version of um, um, Ish, Ish Smith. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, it, yeah, they're, they're a really good defense and for sure they definitely like made some good adjustments and in generally are just a good defense. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is David Goodman. I hate Han more than Wally. Yeah, man. Bro, they're give both me, absolutely yeah, brutal. I think, I, honestly, he's right, though. I, I Give me Wally on the call, bro. Han like, who, Wally will say some wild shit, and at least he'll be like, what the fuck? Han <laughs> just speaks like a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Han is like, I'm like, is it January 6th already, man? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that was good. Uh, Chris, I, I think this is cool from, from Jordan. Uh, Chris Finch just said they're basically punking us on the glass. Like it was noticeable, man. Yeah, we had we had multiple possessions with multiple offensive rebounds too. Yeah, I mean they don't have like a weak offensive rebounder on the in the starting lineup other than Brunson, and it's like who cares? He's a point guard. Like Randall, Hartenstein, uh, Divincenzo, and OG. Like that team is going to be really really good um, on the glass anyway, and. Uh, this I think three of those four had three often three or more offensive rebounds. By yeah, the way, yeah. Tonight, uh, this is from Chris Verbeer. Last post game, y'all mentioned how JB and Skechers really, <laughs> really win their minutes at IQ after seeing today's game. But that's so much because of IQ solely, or because of RJ struggles. OG is great. I think it's it, it's definitely obviously that RJ. RJ. I mean, it's I I don't even need to. I'm not going to pull up the numbers, but like you if you go to play by play stats. That's for go, Raptors fans to do yeah, now. <laughs> if you go back, if you go back to the start of last season. You look at like if you if you sort and filter out the minutes of like JB Randall RJ and you sort out the minutes where they play without RJ, they're basically like they go from like eh, eh, okay, then kind of mediocre to like oh wow they're awesome. Um, so it is obvious what was going on there, but like I, I think it, it it this is kind of the point though, and this is why losing quick hurt because you're like man if you just get OG and you have quick now you're like you have so much. Yeah, you and you have so many options, right? Like that fourth quarter, if you had quickly, you could have you could have had quickly in there instead of hard. You could have Divincenzo. Like you have so many options, and uh, losing a guy like that hurts. But obviously, you got OG. So, um, and look, he had a great debut. So you saw exactly why it is they wanted him. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I I really hate piling on like this. But like, the main takeaway for me is just like how I think we all kind of. Even Tyrese, who was like the biggest hater of RJ, right? Like, I think we all understood he was a negative player. And even when you say, like, Ty- Tyrese has said this, right? He's like the worst high usage player in the NBA, most destructive high usage player in the NBA, however you want to phrase it. Even with that, it's really jarring to like, I was just like, wow, <laughs> this looks different. <laughs> this is, I was like, wow, this is, 
this is basketball. Interesting. We had like, good layups. Like we were forcing <laughs> it. It was crazy. It felt like we were getting out more into transition too because of like his disruptiveness on defense. Like he was able to create that much more transition looks for us, which we didn't get that frequently when RJ was you, here. You could you could tell Edwards was like not comfortable around around him. And he still got 35, but like it was an uncomfortable ass 35. Edwards got 35. Let me tell you, it didn't feel yes. like he got 35. Yes, he had 35. He did yeah, he a lot of cooking when OG got that, that fourth foul, mm. and mm. he had to go to the bench. It was like the first quarter, and then like that third quarter, fourth quarter stretch. Yeah, there was a stretch in the third quarter where he was getting like some buckets while the um, Timberwolves bench was But like, if you give me like the matchup data, I'm pretty sure OG like had his ass in prison. Most likely. Because it is, looks looked very difficult when RJ was, I mean, not RJ, when OG was out there on him. <laughs> How about Devo airballing a dunk? That was that was pretty fun. I think I, I think what he thought was I think he thought Gobert was going to come over and challenge him, so he was about to pass it to Hart, dump it off to Hartenstein, but then Gobert just chilled on Hartenstein and he was like, "Oh fuck, I have to dunk this now," and he just lost control of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, like honestly, dude, the way he's shooting right now too is absolutely fucking nuts. Like the even the three he missed in the fourth quarter, that thing was like. Halfway, Halfway in. Down. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah, he, he was, yeah. Um, does AJ Griffin, this is from Nafi Mahuda, does AJ Griffin make sense as a trade target? He's completely out of the ATL rotation. Like, I'm, ge- like, genuine, like, I again, like, all these kind of second draft type dudes, I just don't see it. Like, because you're, this team is not, they, they, I, the OG trade tells us they don't see themselves as, like, having time to develop rehab guys yeah rehab somebody like it's this is not 2020 it about, for us right it, it's it's you they they believe in their talent so anybody that comes in has to be able to play like now today um and i just don't i mean maybe aj can like, he's obviously been buried in the rotation in, in atlanta so maybe that's just like this is also for those people that want the dumpster version of Emmanuel quickly bones. Yeah, enough with the bone stuff. That guy's fucking awful. Stop it. He's like an idiot. That's like, like I said, he's doodle Bob quickly. Like dude, we don't need like, that. When people in, suggest that, like it actually infuriates me. Cause I'm like, you're like insulting Emmanuel quickly right now. They're like, like also racist. They're like, Oh, look, a black guy with <laughs> braids. Let's get him to replace they're all quickly. The, that's the same. That they're all the same. Sam, you need to get braids. So people are like, why don't we just sign Sam? Like, what do we pick? pick no, but for real, we probably could sign Sam. Sh- Sam is the same height as them. Yeah, Sam is actually gigantic in real life. Sam, and I Alex am not Wolf. that tall. I Sam and Alex Wolf are all like just like fucking cavemen. <laughs> Ooga booga height. Yeah, yeah, just just real, real. I wish I could play around half as good as Emmanuel quickly does. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, and we could then I'd be like, I would definitely be part of your entourage so that you could just like pay for all my shit hang out with you yeah dude i'll just like be, me and tyrese would be your hype man <laughs> um yeah it was it was it was uh this is a fun game honestly like it was just it i think the the coolest thing about this game is it was like you saw what he at what og added and then you saw what you lost by trading out quickly and so it was like okay so this is what we thought like this is what we thought like okay so now we, we know. Were right. Yeah, we were right. So that part of it was good. Um, and like, it was just, honestly, it was just like really, it was a weird, it was like, uh, I was like not 
freaking out too much for the game. Even in the fourth quarter, I was more just like, Tibbs, please stop being stupid. And Jalen Brunson, please make a fucking shot. Like, I don't know what that was about today. Um, but yeah, what a, what a, and Isaiah Hartenstein, man, again, just, he's awesome, man. I love that guy. He's such a warrior. Um, he's so, it like, felt like I, he didn't have to do as much defensively because yeah. OG was there, that which made his defensive impact that much more like present, if that makes more sense. Um, like the 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 saying of less is more basically <laughs> uh i feel like that's the theme of like this game like definitely less, like or you know just in a like, way with some with some of the players with og's impact like less is more compared to like with rj having the ball a lot more than og's gonna have it type thing there was definitely. much better flow offensively much better for people cut and move and like do shit and they don't complain for the ball og cutting is just chef's kiss but he, he also just like like should i get off the pot like he's either just like okay i'm gonna shoot it or immediate pass right or immediate attack the closeout it's not like it's not like the rj thing where he, like, game. yeah where he gets it oh he doesn't like the three so then he dribbles out and then you gotta like he calls for the screen and you hear tibbs get him get him um <laughs> and uh Cook his ass. Yeah, and uh, like it, you didn't have any of that, so there was just much better flow. But again, a very like what? What? Did, how many minutes did Brunson play today? Forty. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he, you just you're good. He's way too overtaxed um, with this trade. So definitely got to get, um, definitely got to get him some help with uh, backup guard. Jordan Bub says, uh, I guess I'm assuming this is he pulled this from uh, Twitter. Uh, Thibodeau noted he went he wants to use Isaiah Hartenstein a bit more when responding to Fred Katz about staggering Brunson and Randall's minutes to ensure at least one is on the court. I so mean, is he going to use Hartenstein as like more more of a creator as like what we wanted in his first season? I I <laughs> hate like Tibbs is I swear Tibbs is trolling me. Like in that first quarter, <laughs> he brought in Deuce at the same time as Josh Hart too. I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, right? Now. Like. <laughs> Are you like, are you fucking for real? Like, what are you just like? I, I know that that man has a Twitter and like sees all of us <laughs> bitching about him and trolls us at times. Like, like, what was it? The Brooklyn game or before the game? He was like, yeah, you know, you might see some Josh Hart at the five. And I, I and then like he actually did it in the fourth quarter when we were up like 20 or whatever, just because he could. And like, I know that like, I know he's does this. Sh- like, he's such a troll, bro. Um, yeah, it was it, it was it, it is good to see that. It's really good to see you're able to utilize that more, right? Because DiVincenzo has always been good at cutting, but obviously it's kind of weird, right? I feel like RJ was a good cutter earlier in his career. And now Definitely he just, was. He just, he just stopped cutting. I don't know. It just he's didn't very, I mean, maybe, but it's just weird to like, <laughs> to not, I don't know. Just like, I, I can understand like, you know, he's never going to be the finisher OG is because he just doesn't have hops like that. But like, I mean, like what? <laughs> Why do you just not cut anymore? It was very, very odd. So that's that was good to see, um, and um, you know, like again, it, it just that you saw all the good stuff that comes from a low usage guy, right? OG, like the flow and the cutting and all that shit. But I think you also saw a little bit in that fourth quarter where it was like not having a third guy that you can really just like that can get you a good look was a problem because Brunson was like, you know, he was fucking up. He was just bad today uh, in terms of scoring. Obviously his passing was really good. 14 assists. Um, <clears throat> and Randall, I just think Randall, Randall had a little bit of a weird stretch in the fourth quarter where he was like, he, he did a lot today. He, I, I think he was just like a little bit tired. At times. Yeah. He's just a little bit tired at times, but like, that's when you need the, the, the that's when you need quick. Um, but you know, that's where he's obviously, missed. yeah, but 
just get that guy, get a third guy. And I think the, the other, probably the final takeaway is like, I don't think they're a contender, even if you get like Brogdon or whatever, but man, you're, you're pretty close. Like, you're, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to drink the Kool-Aid on it. If we got to see Randall in the playoffs, but if Randall is good in the playoffs, then I don't know. It changes a lot for me. If he's good in the playoffs, it should change a lot for fucking everybody in the front office. I think like, you're, I mean, you're literally, I think, a, a star wing away, right? Like, I don't know. Donovan I, Mitchell? I don't know. He's not the one. Wing? I mean, I'm... I didn't say moralist midget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me be devil's advocate if I can be. All right. I, I haven't wanted him anywhere near this team for since the rumor started last offseason, right? But Dante is what, 6'4? Yeah. And Spider is like 6'2, 6'3. I'm pretty sure his wingspan is a lot longer. Yeah. Obviously, he's a lot more. Six, I think he's like 6'8, six, 6'9 six, wingspan or something, Donovan Mitchell. Exactly. So, I mean, seeing like, first of all, something else we didn't bring up today, even though we praised Randall a whole lot, his defense, though he did get to take plays off on Gobert. <laughs> When he had Cat like late in the fourth quarter and Cat was trying to post him up, Randall stormwalled him and he didn't jump. He had his hands perfectly con- to contest the whole time. Um, what is there to say that Donovan can't kind of have the same effect where all right, we don't need you to really go balls to the wall on this play, but when you do get switched on to player A on the Celtics, like you got to step your like you got to step up and take that assignment and don't fucking bullshit it. I'm I'm just going to come out and say this, but, like, I think – I don't think Mitchell profiles as the guy you need. Like, you watch that lineup today, right? Yes, you want another shot creator, but I think you want somebody who can also, like, operate off ball and get some of their usage off ball. Like, let's be real. The guy that they need is Booker. Yeah. That's what they need. They, they need Booker. Booker. They need Booker. Like, I, I don't want to hear about – and I don't want to hear about Embiid anymore. Like, enough – like I, I think the the Embiid thing, fuck him. Like I, really, like that's what you need. You need fucking, especially if you if Randall is good and you're so therefore you, like if Randall's good in the playoffs, you're gonna keep him, right? Like that's that's literally the the hurdle he has to clear for us all to just be like, okay, extend him, keep him, cool. Um, if he clears that bar, I I genuinely do not want to watch Julius Randall and Julius and and Joel Embiid play basketball together. That shit would be like fucking miserable to watch i don't think they complement each other because they both want to play they both they both want to get to the same place right they both want to play inside they both want to get into the paint i don't need to have like i I don't know how philly fans do it but i have a fucking heart attack every the the 15 times a game joel Embiid collapses on the floor um it's funny enough because they told it they they all say it's because his doctors told him to it's safer for him to fall than like whatever else he was doing before yeah that's all like he's honestly that that has merit i'm not i'm not that's real. Oh, we got the fucking, fucking <laughs> offensive lineman over here. Oh, Defending oh, Joel Embiid. <laughs> fucking kidney student over here, guys. Big yeah. doctor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, look at him. Oh. Uh, but yeah, no, Booker's, I mean, like, that's that's the guy. Like, that's that's the guy you, I think you just wait for him. And until then, I think you just, if not, like, if he comes available, be ready. Otherwise, I'm happy to, like, keep doing what they're doing, right? Finding different ways to like improve various spots in the rotation. Um, you know, and they still have like, like honestly, Grimes, Grimes is still the guy for them that can like, the, a leap is possible for him. And like, if he can take a leap 
that's huge for them, both in terms of like, yes, the ability to use him as an asset in trade, but also just like that's a really fucking useful player, obviously. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I, I, I think that's who you wait for. I think you just wait for Booker. If and if he doesn't happen, so be it. I don't know. I, I would not. I would feel like shit if we traded for Donovan Mitchell, and then a year later Booker ass out. You know what I mean? <laughs> they would trade Donovan Mitchell for Booker. Would I mean? Let's wouldn't we have like the preferred Devin Booker package if we yes. had Donovan, and, and then we have like two, three firsts to ship off as well? Yes. I. I, I, I don't know. In my that, like. And like my harebrained idea, it's like they trade for Murray to get Mitchell, and then for Mitchell to get Booker. Murray, and they just like, I mean, if we're gonna do spreadsheet stuff, yeah, I mean, this, but the the isn't. I think Brogdon is still better for that. I don't. I still think he's a better chip in trade than the Dejounte Murray. I really do. Like I, I mean, Dejounte Murray is very emotional. Yeah, he's very volatile. Let's just call him that. Um, I don't know, man. I do need another volatile player. And and the other thing with Dejounte that really worries me is he has to start. Like he's gonna come here if you trade for him. He has to start. He's gonna start if you try bringing him off the bench. He's gonna have Ooh, a fucking conniption. Yeah, he's gonna have a conniption. So I, I don't think Instagram stories would be wicked. Yeah, they'd be very <laughs> emotional. Um, he'd probably like delete all his posts every single day. Black screen. Yeah. <laughs> like if people thought Mitch was bad on social media after like whatever he was doing, good luck for buckling for Dejounte Murray. So I have a uh, question: Is uh, there like a certain rule to trading two-way players? Like, like there's no special circumstances. Them, right? There's you could trade them or no? I don't, I don't think, think you can. Because they're yeah, because they, they, they don't count as a cap thing. So I don't think you can trade them. Um, this is from Romp 2.0. I'm biased as a Sixer fan, but Embiid been falling way less under nurse, to be honest. Another war crime committed by uh committed by Nickers. Yeah. Uh yes, this is this is fair. Uh Schwinn, you were willing to wait till are you willing to wait 2025 season for the chance Booker is available a few days ago? Uh I did. Uh you wanted Leon to shit five. I think they can't wait around for a small chance. I don't know. Like I think it's weird because the the way I I kind of feel about this is you can't like they can't the way i feel about this is you can't sit around and like tell me deuce is going to develop as the backup point guard um and you're cool with that like that is not good like that to me is actually just like patience yeah that's that's a stupid patience um i i view getting an upgrade there as like a legitimate needle moving value so that to me is different and if they do that, I'd at least be wait, willing to see how the rest of the season plays out um, and then go from there. So, like, if you get, let's again, let's just say Brogdon, because I think, honestly, I think the Knicks could pretty easily get Brogdon if they wanted him. Yeah, um, like, I don't even think you need a first, really. Even if you did, the Knicks, fine, take the fucking Washington first. Cool, yep. have a blast. Um, but, like, if you get him, then, and, and you get to the playoffs, let's say you get to the second round again, um, you know, if that starting lineup is good and the bench is good, like what? I think I would be okay with them mostly spending, like, if they're offseason and mostly just like the draft and maybe, you know, bring back Hartenstein, obviously, rehab Mitch, 
and like maybe do some margin stuff like oh like we converted this late first into like a future pick or some shit like that you know i i don't know i i it's hard it's it's really hard but like the mitchell thing is just i don't know i i really worry about mitchell just because like man you're talking about matching up against boston and i'm like man i just don't see that like i just don't think you're competing with them if mitchell is kind of like your big thing if that's your big move i don't know it's tough yeah so i'm gonna piggyback off of that again the reason i asked about the two-way player thing is because fournier for brogdon checks out money wise and I assume if they're going to sign Reef or or if they're able to trade Reef, that means they sign him to a deal, which is going to be the minimum or whatever the hell. So, like, I would throw them that pick you said, Schwinn. And we know that this front office can pull second-round picks out of their ass. Like, the first and two seconds and give us Reef and Brogdon. I think Reef can play 18 minutes and that off the bench at the five. Oh, is, oh, is the doop Reef or whatever? Reith, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like think they traded Reef though. That's the thing. Like, but but they, they they have that other guy now that's playing Baji or whatever. He looked fucking awesome the other day when I was watching that. He's like flying around like crazy. What the fuck is Portland getting all these guys? From? I don't. Yo, fucking who who's the guy they hired? The draft guy? Uh, uh Schmidt. Uh, yeah, Schmitz? yeah. He he might be cooking over there, man. They might they might have they might have done something finally good. Yeah, they might. I, trading Damian Lillard saved the franchise. How special? Uh. <laughs> uh EJ one, what is Schwinn's price on being okay with Julius Randle? I don't want to move him until I see him in the playoffs. If he if he's in the playoffs and he's good, I don't want to move him. If he's in the playoffs and he sucks, then yes, we'll figure out what the hell the price will be then. But like, I I genuinely don't think it makes any sense to trade Julius Randle right now, unless for some reason you're getting like you know some fucking elite MVP caliber guy. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're like Anthony Davis, like all right, sure, you know, fine. Um, although my heart would be really struggling every game when he like dies and goes back to the locker room and then comes back. Um, but she's like, I think he's actually been pretty healthy. Really good this year. Yeah. He's like been really healthy. It would be hilarious if like he gets traded to the Knicks and then like that just all crumbles. I don't know about hilarious. Uh... <laughs> I meant hilarious in like the worst way possible. Uh, Nemo, I j- this won't happen because they just traded for him. And, and they want to be good, right? They're another team like we brought up. Uh, how the Bulls won't move us drumming because they want to be good. Like the Grizzlies want to be good. So they, they yeah, they're not trading good. smart. Yeah. But I mean, he, he is right though. Smart would be pretty fucking awesome to have. Oh, you yeah. could go like sm- smart grind. Smart and OG and Anobi out there. Good luck scoring. And Mitch. I miss, bro, I miss Mitch so fucking much. <laughs> Legitimately, you could run like Smart, Grimes, Josh Hart, OG Ananobi, and Mitch if you just wanted to play Congolese ball and it would be. Congolese ball, wow! <laughs> <laughs> and Am it I would actually Tyrese, huh? Am I allowed to laugh at that? No. This <laughs> <laughs> is from Kenny Kenny Mayer. If Randall grabs the bed in the playoffs, are moving him for Leon's guy, Jaron Jackson Jr. We all can complain when he's having three rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep Jaron Jackson Jr. away from my friend. You, you know why Jaron Jackson Jr. gets. Uh, a really big pass on stuff because he has aura. That's my theory about him. What uh, Jared? What aura does Jared Jackson Jr. have? I'm telling you, man, he's got it. <laughs> he has uh, media buzz, not aura. This... <laughs> this is from Keith, my handsome friends. Thank you. Thank Keith. you, shout out Keith. <laughs> uh, 
gross. That's so gross. The Broglin. Uh, <laughs> is there a team out there? Ringer would come up with. I don't know. Is there a team out there that would offer the next two future unprotecteds? This is from EJ1, by the way. Two future unprotecteds for Randall. I'm not entirely sure that this front house would want to max him, which is what he's definitely going to demand. I mean, I'll, I'll just throw this out for all you guys, but like, isn't if Randall plays well in the playoffs, don't you just pay him? Like, I, I don't know. I just don't see like how you could, if he's, if he's like 85, 90% of his regular season self in the playoffs, like you just have to keep him. Right. Like, I, I don't really understand what you could even do. This. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, where are you going to, where are you going to upgrade from? Like if he is somehow playing at an all NBA level in the playoffs, let me not say somehow, but like, if he's playing to that level in the playoffs, then like he is a bona fide top fifteen player. I don't really think you can move him. First Brock yeah, didn't yeah, smart guys. Yeah, we we would we were gonna get shameless if we get Brock yeah. smart. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the, the I don't even the think he played for the Celtics at any point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That doesn't count. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's just you're not these guys. I mean, especially Brock. Brogdon is not gonna be as good as quickly was but like you don't need him to be as good as quickly was which is kind of the benefit of getting og right like you're betting that og fixes the starting lineup and well og in for rj specifically uh fixes the starting lineup and then that quickly like you, okay you downgrade on quickly but brogdon is solid so like you're still good there even if you're not as good like you're probably not going to be dominating teams with your bench like you were now um but yeah like i mean yes the the shame will will, it's like the uh we'll all have to do the march like the game of thrones one shame shame (laughs) hopefully we'll have our clothes on though when we do that (laughs) (laughs) yes that would be a big difference (laughs) yes um I think this is interesting, and I don't think T.J. McConnell should be there. I I, I personally wouldn't like that. Fultz. I can't. I can't. Fultz garbage. Fultz, Fultz is like everybody likes him because we're all like, oh my god, it's so nice that he like plays basketball. Yeah, like so <laughs> nice that in he, general. Yeah, that he like came <laughs> back from whatever the hell was going on in Philly. But I I promise you, once you actually have to watch him every single game, you're gonna be like, get this guy out of here, please. Has he even game. played this year? Five I, games. Wow. Okay. Are they, I, I wonder if they're just like, look, man, we're actually Anthony Black's really good. Yeah, we're actually um, good, bro. Stay so, home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll trade you at some point. Don't worry about it. Honestly, the, I the can't guy, trade for TJ McCollum on principle. Yes. Uh, I mean, a guy that <laughs> that's funny, uh, a guy that I would like them to get this offseason if possible. Um, and this obviously would not address necessarily like having a third shot creator. So maybe that's a problem. But like, I think D'Anthony Melton would be an awesome get. I don't know if Philly's going to keep him or not, um, but he'd be – I mean, I've, I've loved him forever. They're not. Yeah, like I've loved him forever. So if that was a guy that you could get um, to kind of be the lead ball handler off the bench, I think that would be awesome. And he's somebody – Wait, can, wait. One, Chris Paul, baby. Let's get Chris Paul. Let's do it. I mean – I don't think that's nuts. I, I don't think that's – I literally I, – I don't know if you guys saw what I tweeted earlier today, um, but like – I, re- I was reading Prez's article and I was just kind of thinking about it, but like, I do wonder if like Washington would, because they basically 
took a bet, right? The Jordan Poole thing is they were just like, okay, young player, terrible year. We don't have anything to play for. We're kind of tanking. This team wants to desperately get off him. Let's get this protected first in the future and move Chris Paul to them. Like, could they have done that basically with RJ? And then could they have done the OG trade with like Fournier and o- and Quick for OG? Because clearly they wanted Quick. Like, which is honestly, the, it's it's so funny the way some people have been talking about this trade. Because I'm like, I'm like, why do you guys think that like, like we, I, I'm pretty sure the Knicks are going to be just fine with RJ Barrett. But uh, I think Quickly might be the one that you actually miss, buddy. Uh, but yeah, like I think that, that would have been an interesting scenario. But yeah, Chris Paul's not, I don't know if you were joking or not, Tyrese, but actually, that's honestly not a bad idea. I was, but honestly, like, even though he should be, like, butt this year, his on-off numbers are nuts. He's just, he's so annoying because he's Chris Paul, but he is legit, like, he's just a fucking on-off monster forever. Like, he's just going to be a net rating god for yeah. an NBA. <laughs> like, his, I think his true shooting has to be, like, yeah, he's 53 true shooting, but his on-off is, like, He's a plus five four on, and his on off is plus ten point two. This is the first time he's he's like single handedly ruining Steph Curry's career of like pristine on off net ratings. I know this is his revenge for all those years. <laughs> this is it's like the the uncut gems meme. This is how I win. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I the one thing I will say the Knicks have to do that they have to come out of this draft with a couple guys. They got to pick a couple guys because they need young talent to just kind of like have. Ronnie. Yeah, Bro, honestly, like Ronnie and DJ Wagner. Let's from go what I've heard, from what I've heard, Bronny is like actually like a very Knicksy type of player. That's mm. in the backcourt. I mean, right? he's he's athletic and he has long arms and he can shoot a little. So. And he's like pretty and good at defense, connected. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, like he's like, like the joke was Brody would be LeBron's perfect teammate. Because <laughs> legitimately, that, he does all. Why, that's why he had Savannah pump him out. <laughs> he's like he's like Danny Green who can pass. That's like the ideal Brody. He's breeding his own teammate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do respect. And then Bryce is like a stretch four. It's actually hilarious. I can't think of. I can't hear Savannah. Savannah James's name and not think of Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I just always think of Mark Jackson. Uh, also, we we should trade. We should draft um Andre Stojakovic from Stanford because even though his dad is that is Paige's son, Paige's yes. son, oh and uh, wow. and Paige had Andre with a Greek woman, so that would be a major win for the Greek. <laughs> <laughs> that would really is he really like legit good. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, so he yes. came off the bench last night for Stanford, but he had like. 16 points on like eight shots so oh, so like he's that. his daddy kind of <laughs> plays like his daddy all right Got yeah it. but he's also like six eight so yeah give me I, now that we have og i'm just like okay i get it give me shooting wings now yeah give me give me yeah. all the tall wings right now i get it now i see the vision uh, uh trey murphy come on down i don't know what they're doing in nola <laughs> nick tape says nick's midseason trade for rose first round exit nick's midseason trade for Hart second round exit Nick's midseason trade for OG? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Confetti. It's not. It's not just going to be OG. That's the thing. They're going. They're going to do another trade. I'm. Mm. I would be shocked. I, they're going to get another. They. There's no way that fucking the nerds are sitting up there in Leon. And they're like, yeah, yeah Deuce McBride and Precious Achua yeah. backup minutes. <laughs> yeah. This, this is good. Don't worry about it, bro. 
You gotta develop them. I know they're sitting there like this is literally gonna have a stroke watching Precious Jewel play any more basketball minutes. I'm <laughs> telling you. I, I know the nerds are sitting up there like, no, if only we like and they're they're running their fucking simulations. They're like, just if we had quickly right here, this is everything is perfect. This would be perfect. Um, because that's how I felt watching this game. I was like, oh my god, I'm happy they made this trade now, but I'm also like fucking hell, they just could have kept quickly. This team is literally like exactly perfect. what I want them to be. Um but yeah, that, that's that. I yeah, I mean, look, there's definitely a chance. I mean, like, I I would I don't think they can beat Boston in a series. I think there's an outside chance they can beat Milwaukee because I think they I just, can beat Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. I know that they smoked us three times, but like, I don't know. I just Milwaukee has had insane luck. shooting luck versus. Yeah, us. and I just their defense. It has to run good. out at some point. Yeah, they we literally score like that's like a guaranteed 110 points. Literally, yeah. every single I mean, time we play them. I just, I don't know. I think they got a real issue to just, they can't guard guards. That's a really big problem I for them. Yeah, bro, I saw something them. yesterday um, where in, in like the first eight games of their season, Giannis and Dame minutes together, they were like a minus five net rating. And since then, they're like a plus 12 or something like that. So maybe we do match up well. Like, I'm not going to fight that at all. I, I just wish we had Mitch if that if that is a matchup that like we get into because – Mitch and OG versus that front line would be, yeah, that that's war, that's trench warfare, bro. So that's yeah, that's real ho- that's real hoops. Yeah, that's real hoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, actually this isn't a bad one. Monty Morris, what's his health situation? Guys, and played this season. I yeah, I mean Monty Morris is like that's actually very intriguing. Actually, by yeah, the way, that's not a bad one. If he is healthy, he's a perfect like at least as a stopgap, he's a perfect dude to have. Yeah, I don't think he's played. Uh, they said he'll be reevaluated in six to eight weeks, and that was in November. All right, our boy is about to make his disgusting, nasty Raptors AV rent. Four quickly. In about thirty minutes, yeah. Oh, I thought it was a seven o'clock tip. That's nah, a seven thirty game. Well, good for him. He's starting though. He is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, quickly, Barrett Barnes, Siakam, Pirtle. Yep. Oh, bo- oh, Barrett at the two. Oh that's my god, it's gross. <laughs> that's exactly what I expected because I saw the pictures and they were all wearing starter blacks. So, do you, do you think do you think Masai knows he's tanking? I'm taking quickly's overs right now. Yeah, but just yeah, this is this is pretty funny. This is true. I believe this now. Uh, hot take: the Knicks are an Emmanuel quickly away from the contender. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, we should we should trade for quickly. We should. Yeah, I, I agree. That would be. A- Do they want Precious Achua and Evil Dante Divincenzo back? Oh God! And, and, and they can have three first. Yeah, give. We'll give you Precious back, please. We've seen enough. <laughs> we have seen please enough. take your garbage back, please. Nafim uh, Mahuda, OG on Middleton compared to RJ would be game changer. Yeah, I mean Middleton is. I feel like I, I every other game I've watched him play this year, he's like mid. And then every time he plays us, I'm like, oh, this is Chris Middleton. Right. <laughs> Mid over you. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was just um <laughs> Giannis LP80. Giving IQ to Messiah must have disgusted you. It was literally like I I needed about I needed until this game today to just like I needed this game. Like if they if they had if they'd come out and just sucked ass in this game today, I would have been like <laughs> Honestly, everybody would have been like unfollowing me because I've been just like, super miserable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was it was good, and yes, it did disgust me significantly. Like, it was 
it's the worst day of my life, maybe. Uh, not really, but it was disgusting. It was disgusting. Shwini, you also might have to admit that Masai knows ball. Because I he, will not he admit won. that because he traded for RJ Barrett. <laughs> that, that's a well, he took RJ Barrett to take on yep. he, to get the gift of Emmanuel quickly. That that is correct, but I will not be giving him that credit. You'll give you'll that's how you agenda. Shame, you'll shame our front office for being <laughs> stupid enough to do that. If y'all, if y'all remember the OG Pokemon movie, Malachi <laughs> Flynn is basically the new Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they like every they showed him, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I don't ever need to see this guy play a single <laughs> second of basketball for the Knicks. We're good, bro. We are this good." Pops is gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Dude, Quinn, dad almost had a conniption <laughs> over him not playing in Toronto under Nick Nurse. Yeah, he should get ready for a lot more of those this year. Uh-huh. Nemo Petita. By the way, I'm quite happy. About reports that the lawsuit against the Raptors hasn't been dropped. That's correct. Jeez, don't listen. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, we're we'll do this trade, but we're we're not dropping this lawsuit, buddy. <laughs> uh, oh man! All right, let's see what else we got here. There he is. We'll say Sexton or Clarkson. Sexton. Oh, Sexton, easily, easily. Yeah. Clarkson. Clarkson. Should and I texted about Clarkson? Like Clarkson just. Don't want him anywhere near this team, man. Like he he's the type of like he so Sexton's actually efficient. He's always been efficient. This is like the <clears> weird <throat> thing with Sexton. But now he's like actually playing good basketball. So he's like it's not just efficiency. Being forced to play basketball in Utah kind of just molded him into a man, huh? Yeah, he it's he's just like legit good now. Um and which is why the Jazz probably nothing will focus a black man more than playing in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that man is doing nothing but living in the gym because they're just like dude like the only way to get out of here is to to just be awesome like, what are you gonna do go yeah. to a strip club in utah like there's nothing to do <laughs> you better live in the gym yeah I, it, would, it would be and the thing with clarkson is just one of these guys who like he's not that efficient actually and he's the type of player tibbs will 1000 percent like overplay like there's no question on my really? mind. Yes, I think thousand percent. He lo- the thing is the, the the actual secret about Tibbs is for somebody who loves def- allegedly loves defense so much, he loves him some dribble Let dribble dribble. Guys. Yeah, he loves him the the, the, the get uh, his ass. Yeah, he lo- he loves the. You know, <laughs> he loves watching guys just. He loves that real hoops that ball ball don't stop yeah. lives. Ball don't stop. So he just really just ball that, don't stop. When he played, I think he was a combo guard. He was a scoring guard. No, yeah. I think he was like a six. He was like undersized forward, wasn't he? Yeah. No, he was like a combo guard. I'm pretty sure he's like. Dude, like Tibbs strikes me as a guy who played line. I don't know. Tibbs, Tibbs strikes me as a guy who. I feel like Tibbs would be better in pads than on the court. Tibbs strikes me as a guy who has questionable voting tendencies. <laughs> oh yeah. Questionable uh, morals. <laughs> Where was Tibbs on January sixth? <laughs> He's probably at the fucking practice facility yelling at RJ to get threes up or something. Uh, <laughs> as the strong card, as much as I love IQ, we don't win this game without this trade. Yeah, I mean it's that's yeah, I tend to agree. Um, but if they did win it, it would have just been in like a very a shootout. It's just a totally different way, right? They're gonna win it because the bench unit wins their minutes hard. Um, and and they're also going to be in a. It's also going to be in a shootout too. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't think we hold Minnesota to 106. Yeah. With RJ and IQ here. Yeah, and I I did I I 
kind of talked about this. I think I'm, I don't know, on one of the fucking 7,000 streams that we did on the day on Saturday. But like, I really think that um, there was a much better team focused defensively today. Like, I, I thought yeah. it wasn't just that Mitch was out. I thought the team had kind of let go of the rope defensively. And it wasn't just they got OG. It's it's kind of like everything that it, – it just – everybody seemed more focused and diligent also. On top of, obviously, yes, you have OG and an OD. So that was really, really cool. Um, as much as – would you be against a Burks region? I love Alec Burks, but I think he's – He's been out. playing some really stupid hoops in, in Detroit. and Maybe that's a factor of playing under Monty Williams. Maybe that's a factor of playing under Detroit. I don't know, but he hasn't Troy, looked very... the Troy Weaver effect. Yeah, it hasn't been pretty hoops for Burks. Uh, yeah, Chris Bernard, section for forty and a pick or two. Uh, salary is good, so you actually save a couple dollars on a deal for this year. Does Utah do it? Does Danny Ainge do it? I don't know. Like, I think they like Sexton, but I also think that they like Keontae. I. I you thought it's just weird because like they have talent, but you could tell that like they're still a couple years away from like doing anything remotely relevant. So yeah, I mean it's so weird that the marketing thing came up. I do think he's. I I do think they're gonna trade him. I don't know why. I just think it's. I think he goes to the Thunder. That's gonna be so annoying. Very annoying. Yep. They're 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 a great team if they get him. Shay, like, they already are. Chet but... and Lowry, Jesus, and they can train. Just... Like, yeah. yeah nice good luck with that market. Good luck with that. Um, I'm sure that teams will be lining up to. Well, Utah's had their experience with guys in his ilk. Yeah, I mean, like it would be so. <laughs> in his school of thought. <laughs> of his persuasion. <laughs> Utah's plenty of experience dealing with that. So. <laughs> Trey man for a very low price. Again, I just don't think the Knicks are going to do a reclamation project stuff. So I, I don't yeah, see that's it. another guy. That's yeah. Uh, I, th- I think it's Bouchard. Muffle, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. You got it. I was just going to say, Ace Bouchard Burks is fun, but they need some juice athletically from that backup guard spot. Yeah, I agree. Like you just need. It's so. Yeah. Like, this is the thing that's so weird about Deuce. I'm like, you are athletic. Like, why do you play like an old man on offense? It's so weird. Ever since that Paul Pierce foul on him, he hasn't been the same. Paul Pierce, that Paul Pierce foul on um Burks. Oh, on Burks, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, ever since that foul that Paul yeah. Pierce had on Burks, he just hasn't been the same. Yeah, he used to be a fucking high flyer, man. Burks, yeah, was he used like, to be dunking on folks. Yeah. His career path is actually kind of crazy when you think about what he's become and what he was when he came in the league. He was like an athletic slasher, and now he's just like a fucking three point sniper. Jerky jerky sniper. <laughs> My vote would be Brogdon or Sexton. I don't want to deal with Trey Man. I actually really like Trey Man out of the draft, but it's, it's no for me for right now. I think it has to be one of those two guys. Um, yep. Nafi Mohuda says um, if he wasn't on the Nets, I'd be deaf interested in um, Lonnie Walker. Nah. What What is it like? He's good as a scorer, but this team doesn't need scorer. They need somebody who could like organize an offense. Yeah, they need a secondary creator. Yeah, like, um, and Lonnie Walker is not that. Yeah, if we needed some extra bench juice, then yeah, I'd definitely be sure for definitely be happy about Lonnie Walker. But we need someone to create. 
Loki, if Gabe Vincent wasn't like made of glass, yeah, I would like a, like a Gabe Vincent or something like that. Just that's just a lesson learned. Hopefully for the Lakers, stop taking damaged goods from the Heat. Like if the Heat don't want someone, there's a reason for it. D'Angelo Russell off the bench. All right. <laughs> I think we are trying to the near end here. Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, what do you guys think um, over the next ten games? Like, if we go, if we go seven and three, we're like right back in like the conversation for the four seed. What's our schedule upcoming for the next ten games? Because I know it's we play a stretch of. It's pretty soft. Um, next yeah, I know game we play Chicago. Next. Then we play, I think, what? Washington? So we go... On Friday. Yeah, so we have Chicago at New York. Then we go down to Philly. Um, then we play the Wizards, uh, still in D.C. Then at home, we get the Blazers. Then we go Dallas at Dallas, Memphis at Memphis, come back to MSG for Magic, Rockets, uh, Wizards, Raptors, homestand. Hmm. I think they make up some ground in that in that stretch. I think they just need to be like if they're, there. if they're like the goal for the next should be they need to be like two if they're less than two if they're less than two games out of the six seed by like March, they they will they will get in the top six because the end of the season their schedule is like really very favorable. It's more it's it's more home friendly, right? Yeah, it's more home friendly and it lightens up the schedule. Right now is like kind of, they just have to get some days. Stuff. Yeah, but yeah, book night, no way. <laughs> I mean, I think I think some people have said Rozier. I don't know. I just I don't think they would do Rozier. That's too much money. Yeah, he's got like three years left on his deal too, right? Didn't they extend him? Yeah. No, I don't see that one. Yeah, I, I didn't know about that. I I was down for Rozier if he wasn't for so many years, but yeah. Like they need like a guy who's like comfortable coming off the bench. With that kind of money, you can't really bring Rozier off the bench. Oh, Dinwiddie. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. It's allegedly Jack Vaughn's lover. Dude, Jack Vaughn's quote about like how they have no all-stars and he's not a Hall of Fame coach, so they got to work together is the most like defeatist thing I've ever heard a coach say. Like he was just like, we're all ass. <laughs> Don't blame me. We're ass. That's a, that's a leader of men right there. Strong, uh, strong locker room leader. Really good for the morale. This is a totally different sport, but I think this is a very obvious tea leave that like Jim Harbaugh's out of there. He hired Don Yee a while back. Uh, this is just I don't know why this just got reported as like a new thing, but he he hired him a few months ago. But yeah, I mean he might he might leave. I don't know. We'll see. Might be might be. Can we get Kobe White? Also, the only job I see him leaving for is like the Chargers, man. That's I'm gonna, leave it, I'm gonna leave it alone because that's a catch. NFL, that's like... a catch. <laughs> Sorry, uh, what were you saying? No, I, I said the only job if I was him that I would leave for is the Chargers, just because they have Herbert. But I also don't want to turn this into strictly NFL right now. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they're gonna hire Belichick, dude. I, that's who I said. Uh, oh no, did I? I forgot if I said that or Jeff said that, but one of us picked the Chargers, one of us picked the Commanders, and I, I hope it's the Commanders. I don't know. I just <laughs> let's bring Trey Burks back. Trey Burks. <laughs> oh, Trey God. Burks. He was just... Alonzo Trier. 
Remember when he remember when he was like Iverson for a few games? Uh, and ruined he, our draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then he went to go play with the guy that we should have drafted with the draft luck that we would have had if he didn't go off. <laughs> Shout out Trey Burke. This is uh, also Ace Bouchard. I said this before, but I'm okay with getting Crusoe thus punting on offense and just doubling down on perimeter defense. I don't hate that um, as like an interim move for this season. But again, I just Chicago's so weird because I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Yeah. They don't seem like a team that's going to really sell unless it's Zach Levine. Plus, it would just feel weird to like give up first round picks for Caruso when you get OG and you didn't have to give up a first at all. But I mean, he does solve the backup ball handler role, and he, that defense would be best in the league. So. Tim's brain would actually explode trying to figure out what <laughs> his closing lineup would be. You'd see like a wet spot on his pants every night. He <laughs> 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 would not be able to contain it, bro. <laughs> oh, Josh Hart. Uh, Wait, maybe he actually wouldn't play hard at the two if that happened. Yeah, I'm telling you, his brain is going to break if you do that to him. Yeah, he wouldn't know what to do, literally. (laughs) He's going to try to play six guys at once. (laughs) He's like, I need Brunson and Randall out there for offense, but I need... the same colors the court, hi! (laughs) But I want to play play Caruso, Hart, OG, and Hartenstein all at the same time. How do I do this? Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I agree with what Tay Twelve is saying in here. Bulls not moving Caruso with Kobe White taking over. Yeah, I, I think that he's like, and again, they just they want to be good, so they're in this weird place where it's like they probably should sell some sell off on some of these guys, but they're not going to. So who knows? Like, this is about like the Drummond thing. I just don't. I don't. Know, I don't see it. But um, yeah, give me Brogdon. I mean, are there any backup fives that we like that like that? Reef. Is it just Reef? Is that the only guy for us? Reef Olinic. Do we want Olinic? They're not going to do out. They're not going to do Olenek. Because you'd have to trade... realistic than Olenek. Huh? You think Drummond's better than Olenek? No, no, no. Not better. I think he's more realistic. Drummond? Yeah, than than Olenek? No, I think think Olenek's, like... Because I think the Jazz want to get rid of guys. Um, (laughs) Wait... (laughs) Well, Clutch Bridges is how we get Jamal Crawford some fish oil and a 10 day contract. Bro. Tim. Like that, Beasley. Oh my God. <laughs> what are you, kid? He's still suspended. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, with, with Drummond and Olenek, I just, for me, I see the Jazz wanting to get rid of Olenek. So I think that's why he's more attainable than Drummond because I just think ja- the. The, the Bulls want to be more, they want to be competitive while the Jazz, they obviously seem like they want to get rid of some guys. <clears throat> the problem is, like, they would have to trade Fournier to get to the Linux money, but then it's like, you also need to get a backup ball handler, and then you have no other way to get him. Unless so. you just do it all with the Jazz and take Sexton and Olenek, but <laughs> that won't it, happen. The one thing to consider is that this is the last year before the full CBA, like, the new CBA kicks in, so... You'll probably get some decent backup bigs that hit the buyout market, so you might just wait for that. True. Schwinn, <laughs> how do you feel about this one? You, this guy needs to go to prison for this statement. Maybe Tyson Shannon is five. My least favorite player. Of- I know you were upset when they did the, um, the Chrysler trivia today. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson Shannon was the last Nick to make the all-defense team. No, it wasn't. Yeah, he's, I don't remember that. Uh, that's not it how candy. I saw it. That's how I saw it. That's not how I saw it. 
Uh, Mello was the anchor of that defense. You know? <laughs> Classy guy, Tyson Jim. <laughs> Said Wally. Naysayer, please. Naysayer. <laughs> I was that clip is like, I watched that ten times. Today. It's so funny. <laughs> Bro, they really thought Reese Davis was about to let it fly on national TV. <laughs> what did he that... say? What did What did he say? Said for. He's a let a naysayer know. And then, and then somebody in the replies was like, "Um, why did you have to say with the with the er? You should have said naysayer." And I was like, That's... <laughs> <laughs> "Somebody said that." I forgot what game it was. I think it might have been like, either I think it might have been like the Memphis broadcast, or maybe it was like the the Pelicans broadcast. But somebody he said something like, "the the the play by play guy said something like." He triggers, and and then the 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 I think it, I don't remember who it was the color commentator, but he was like he's like no no you got to say trigger trigger we went over this can't do it with the hard er I was like oh my god no it was new yeah, yeah it was New Orleans and I yeah think well, it was right. like, it's Antonio yeah. Daniels right yeah oh my gosh uh he was one of the knicks of all time he was one of the knicks he was certainly one of the knicks of all time he was a nick yeah oh man ishmith for glenn yeah i I can't i it actually is shocking to me that ishmith never found his way onto a knicks roster it's amazing clive would have done it clyde never banged the table for him yeah clyde come on man wait you want to give isaiah isaiah thomas a 10 day clyde has no pull Sadly, where the hell is Clyde? By the way, yeah, I don't know. He's well, been gone know. for like two months. What the hell, bro? They fucking old yellered him, man. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Clyde. <laughs> oh man, Craig Porter Jr. They're not trading him. He would actually be. Nah, he would be nice nah. though. Yeah, he'd be interesting. He'd be interesting. He's better than Deuce. <laughs> Who isn't better than Deuce right now? Malachi Flynn, <laughs> bro. Do we think that Thibs gives Malachi Flynn minutes when he's when he's healthy? I pray. No. He uh, this it. is uh, this is from Omar in the Discord. He just meant just could be mentioned this earlier. Uh, Mitchell has a six ten wingspan. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, that, I mean, it is. It's not nothing. It is. I mean, I think somebody mentioned it in here. It might have been Nick's tape that mentioned it earlier that he's in like the seventy fifth percentile of defensive EPM this year. Hmm. So he is oh. playing good defense. Sure. Passable. That's I mean, that's one. That's that's legit good. That's seventy fifth percentile. That's he has his like he definitely has. <laughs> he definitely has his moments where <laughs> they got Clyde recording lines for the AI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I take that over Wally and Han any day. Honestly, AI Clyde. <laughs> it's gonna, dude. It's gonna be like when you guys were like play Madden and stuff. And mm-hmm. they they have like you know you give up like a fifty yard pass, and the, the broadcast has like some bullshit. And you're just like, what the fuck? That it's like nothing that just happened to play. Like somebody's gonna yam what yam it, and then Clyde's gonna be like, oh, they're looking like his wheeling sister. and dealing. <laughs> what the fuck? Clyde, the sister thing is the fun. That's the most outrageous thing he ever said. I was like, oh my god. Mom looking really hot. <laughs> Mom looking like his sister. I was like, all right. Okay, fine. <laughs> I had to relax. Uh, um, Kevin Thompson, he says, how much you guys pay an OG in free agency? 
Um, I saw a report today that there's like he's like it's likely that he's gonna get paid like what? What was it? I think they said like four one fifty or whatever. Four one fifty. That like, was the high end though, right? Dude, he's not. He, I would be shocked if he gets more than four one twenty. He's hundred percent. He he's getting more per year than Jeremy Grant. We have to like you have to you have to accept this, Tyrese. Okay, it's gonna happen. Jeremy Grant got five years, one sixty, right? He's gonna get that. Damn. He's gonna get that. That's his baseline. That is hundred percent his baseline. Sheesh. So, uh, are we able to give OG a five yes. year deal? Or- yes, we yes. are. They are. We have his full. We have his full bird right, so we can right. go five years for him. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So if we go like thirty five over five, or five for one seventy five. OG is he? Is is this OG's age twenty seven year? Twenty six. Yes. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty six. Twenty six. My bad. Okay. So he's twenty seven next year. Yes. Right? Or this year. I rather. I don't know. I don't think they'll go five years. I think they'll do four. That would be my guess. Also, they list him at six seven, bro. He looks way bigger than six. He seven. looks six nine, dude. He looks like he's as tall as Julius, right? Yeah, yes. at, at least. He's like it's it's really funny because RJ is pretty stoic too, right? When he'd play, so it's like really funny that OG is also just like a fucking robot out there. He's just like there's no re- like when he fouled out, just like his reaction was just like okay, yeah, it was just like I understand. Not- He's yeah, like, oh, like, I have to sit down. Like, oh, that's a bad call. I will now walk on the bench. <laughs> And it's like there was no challenge. Like there was no like cha- like you see dudes like wave their finger around. It's like yeah, challenge it. You're just like okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, my bad. Right, we'll get him <laughs> next time, coach. <laughs> he, he might be a Kawhi disciple. I don't know. He might. I think that this is this. I actually kind of get now why Raptors fans were convinced the Kawhi leap was coming one of these years because he dead ass like <laughs> is the same. Like he's just a fucking robot. Uh, it, it it's kind of it is. I did miss. I was thinking during that like awesome second and third quarter how like quickly would have been like prancing around and like hopping up and down. That would have been fun. Um for God fearing men on the roster. I mean maybe maybe OG's God fearing. We don't know. How do you do we know how to pronounce his name? Is it O do we know? Ogua, no? Ogua? I think it's Ogua. No? I don't know. Yeah, I, I get why they go just go with OG though. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hop out of here. I gotta study. Yeah, loser. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine Clyde saying his actual name. Walt. <laughs> no, no, Clyde saying <laughs> OG. Oh. oh, I was like, why would Clyde's not using? The... Okay, yeah. I hope not. That would. Be I don't bad. even think he said Enno. He's Enunobi. <laughs> he's just gonna call him OG, man. He's just. There's no way he's ever gonna do. Oh, wow. OG for three. Um. Yeah, I I hear what Kevin's saying here. You know, uh, thirty anything over thirty mil is bad. You can't put the ball on the floor. I I get that. I also think that they're they're in a tough spot in that sense because like Jeremy Grant set the market for what these types Sadly. of players. Get. Yeah, he set the market for what these type of players can expect as their salary floor. They also traded quickly for him. So like he has the leverage of you're really gonna like yeah we're gonna ha- we're gonna haggle over a couple shekels here like you know it's just I don't, I don't see that so it is what it is they're gonna pay it maybe like I could I could see like four one forty I think that is like 
for 140, you put 10 million in there and what, like incentives or whatever? It's probably somewhere in that ballpark. That's where I would guess. What did Aaron Gordon get? I have no idea. Do you know, Tyrese? Aaron Gordon got four for 90 or four for 88. Mm. Mm. But that was yeah, like before Ar- the Jeremy Grant deal, right? Yeah. And Aaron Gordon also was like not a shooter. So, like, the thing with OG is like he's the legitimate perfect 3 and D guy because he legitimately can shoot threes on volume. And like the thing with Gordon is like he plays like more of a center, but he fits on the Nuggets because Jokic can space the floor. Yeah, I I kind of agree with Kenny too. Kenny Mayer says teams will always want a player that does what OG does. The difference between thirty and thirty five isn't going to lessen his value. I tend to agree with this, and I like teams like have always wanted Jeremy Grant, right? And OG is mm-hmm. definitely better than Jeremy Grant, even if he can't. I know Jeremy Grant can create more, but. I mean, OG's just a way better defensive player. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Landro's entire GM stands a way to benefit CIA clients. Dude is getting big money. It's from David Goodman. Um, he's definitely getting paid. There's no question about that. Yeah, for sure. Um... I mean, then again, Sam Rose is the agent. Do we have a friends and family discount? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if we're getting family discounts, but I, I think four one forty. That that's that's definitely what I see. Yeah. Um. All right. I think we discussed most of this game. Um, uh, I just gotta say real quick, Precious Chua is ass. Like, I don't think we <laughs> just make just making sure we got that point across. Precious Chua is absolute ass. But yeah, I think the big the I think. We come away from this game, you know, seeing that OG was a really great addition. It sucks to lose quickly. We wish we could have kept quickly, but now the Knicks have their shift their focus to backup guard, backup creator, as well as maybe possibly a backup big. Um, but yeah, next game is Wednesday versus the Bulls on ABC on a Wednesday. Weird ass thing that the NBA is doing this year. I don't know why, but um. Yeah, shout out to everyone that was in here rocking with us. We had about almost 90 plus viewers for this whole stream. So shout out to y'all for rocking with us. Um, Make sure you guys hit that like and subscribe button. We have just surpassed 1K subs. So we're on our way to 2K subs now. Uh, Make sure you guys check out all the links in the description. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter. We will be back on Wednesday night following the Knicks versus Bulls game. Um, Happy New Year, guys. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.